Hey guys, good morning. Welcome again to the My Guardian Angel podcast. Today, I just want to, um, first of all, before anything, I wanted to, uh, <laughs> there was an episode a couple of days ago. Um, it was the police encounter part two, I think. And I was telling you guys, uh, the <clears throat> the parents that, you know, you guys need to teach um, your children the Old Testament and how sometimes the the protagonists like Judith, for example, had to deceive um, the invading kingdom and people so that, so that they can uh, she can uh, save the Israelites, her own people, right? And I told you that uh, sometimes, I mean, you're going to have to teach your kids sometimes um, deceiving is for the gra- in grave situations like that is this i told you it's a good thing okay and i told you guys you know you should teach them sometimes it's a good thing to deceive and sometimes you shouldn't right uh but here's the thing i'm gonna i was kind of like at that point i was angry <laughs> uh i was emotional so i'm gonna tell you again now that i've calmed down um still the end does not justify the means so if you're going to tell your kids and sometimes it's good to deceive it's not really good to deceive but it will in in certain cases it will not remove you from friendship with god right because you know these are protagonists and that's all i wanted to say the end does not justify the means it will always be the same principle right so the deceiving part is is not gonna be is not of god right god is perfect truth so of course uh you can't say oh it's good because only goodness comes from god um everything else is not of god right but in this situation of grave matter to save uh innocent lives uh certain dece- deceiving in this this situation i'm not going to say it's good but it's necessary let's just say that it's necessary um to save lives because if you don't then they're going to have innocent people dying right okay that's all i wanted to say about that kind of like a um just to clarify again right okay so let's begin today okay um Okay, so today morning, I'm cutting the grass, right? And I'm cutting the grass from my mom. I visited her, and uh, I cut the grass in the back, right? And I began cutting the grass, and then a whole bunch of flies. not You know those fruit flies? They started attacking me. And I'm covering my face and everything like that, but then they went in, into my eyes and all that stuff. So I kind of stopped the cutting for now. And I just wanted to use that as a sort of a metaphor, <laughs> okay? Like, um, my niece would say I was invading <laughs> their their land or whatever, right? So they attacked to stop me. That's something that uh, I, I would think, right? So, and I also thought that too, right? That's why they were attacking me. <laughs> so I'm just <laughs> I'm just taking a break for now, um, but. I want to use this as a metaphor for to tell you guys to fight back, you know. I mean, listen, guys. There he got the top person Cardinal Theodore McCarrick 
who was in charge of uh, finding the pedophiles within in the U.S., right? Now, this McCarrick guy, he, cr he created priests for religious orders. And what religious orders do, they go to different countries. And from there, the priests go and sometimes they transfer to the actual diocese, right? So it's kind of like, it's not supposed to be, this, it's not intended for this reason, but it can be used as a tool, these religious orders. It can be used as a tool to get uh, Cardinal McCarrick's priest, who he had ordained, you know, who knows why, but he could have he could have ordained certain priests to teach them how to do this whole pedophilia thing, right? And and they are in our country. They could be in our country. This is what I'm trying to say. And they're basically what I'm trying to say is we have to look at this as an invasion of of evil people who want to be pedophiles and take advantage of your kids right um so we have to be like those flies and i know we're little tiny little people right we are like nothing compared to the powers of of the state the the people with lots of money, business money, the top guys, uh, the bishops, we're, we're nothing. We're like tiny little people in the bottom just trying to survive doing our own thing. But we need to be like those flies, you know. We need to fight back so that they just get out and run away. Just like, you know, I, I ran away from my thing. So I just wanted to talk about that today, guys. And um, I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. Um. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. Just the other day, I mean, I heard on the news. There's this news outlet called um, Church Militant, and I'm just gonna play it for you so you guys can hear. I hope they don't sue me, but here it is. Okay. Oh, before I even play this, I just uh, let me reiterate again. I don't believe everything that these guys say, okay? Just like anything else, okay? I, I look, these guys seem more conservative, and they won't say that. But I look at many, many different media outlets just to get the different uh, knowledge, right? Because one media outlet is not going to say certain things. Another one is not going to say certain things. Or maybe they just don't have the ability and the resources to find everything, okay? So that's all I'm going to say about this. <clears throat> um, anyways, here you go. has revealed widespread sexual abuse in a prominent French religious order. Joining us with the latest from the Eternal City, church militant Rome correspondent, Dr. Jules Gomez. Jules, tell us about this report and who are the main players in this tragedy. By the community of St. John, which is a religious order consisting of about 500 men, uh, priests and brothers, and about 300 religious sisters. They are based in 30 countries on five continents. And it is an absolutely devastating report pointing the finger at the founder, Father Marie-Dominique Philippe. Uh, you can see him in the picture surrounded by nuns, who is at the heart of the whole systemic abuse that, the report says, has spread like a virus through the entire order. 
So uh, there's another person who's uh, a big part of the problem, uh, Mother Alex Parmentier. She's the, the co-founder of the women's wing of the religious community. Somehow she's managed to become both a victim and a perpetrator of sex abuse uh, within this community. How did that happen? Well, uh, she was very close to the founder, Father Marie-Dominique Philippe. And he had an affair with her. Uh, uh, the report says that she was a victim of his uh, sexual abuse. And uh, th these words are, of course, uh, need to be nuanced very carefully. And we'll talk about why later. But uh, she then developed a relationship with him of almost an equal in the order. And uh, she began abusing others, particularly men. And uh, th this has led to, as I said, endemic abuse within the order. So we now have 72 priests and six nuns who are listed as predators abusing 30 nuns, 69 women, 29 minors, 17 brothers, and 10 boys who are under the age of 15. Wow. <laughs> That's horrific. Um, this report suggests the religious community was contaminated by a kind of virus. All right, guys, that's the end of that. If you want to learn more, just uh, go YouTube and type in search church militant and you'll see the thing. OK, um, guys, he I just ended off there when he said virus, because it's very important that we understand this is like a virus. This pedophilia thing is a virus. And we have to do what we did in the COVID time. The world came together to stop the vulnerable. I mean, to stop the death of the most vulnerable, which was the elderly. But now with this pedophilia thing, the most vulnerable are your children, prepubescents especially, which I think the Michelangelo Code will will help and and actually prevent the death of little kids and when i say death i'm not saying okay immediate death but a lot of these kids who get abused when they're prepubescent they die by committing suicide later on okay and it takes a while so no one gets punished for doing this right and they keep it inside their self this the, these things these uh anyway so guys Listen, just think, COVID, virus, how do we solve pedophilia? And the Michelangelo Code is going to help, okay? And if you don't know already, this is what it is an acronym called, and here it is, okay? The to have every minor in church hold electronics leveraged at naming God's enemies lovingly of cover-up of pedophiles' existence, okay? The D in the code, okay, you just put a little uh, bottom line and it becomes a P, whatever. Guys, this, I hope if the Pope implements this, he has the power to implement this in the correct way, where if one person imp who is um, implementing the Michelangelo code gets threatened or something, that the other people who, who are getting the same information that you guys accuse, the priests, they won't be um they're like their their stuff won't be corrupted their information so the pope has the power i just want us to pray for miracles as i drive this van so that 
he can actually approve of all this and do something about this really concrete stuff okay so i am going to continue praying as i park this van or whatever in in the summer okay but it's going to be in the evenings when you pick them up so that i don't want to cause fear okay all right guys um i'll see you later bye bye